200. 200. 200. 200. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. It's issue 200, if you couldn't tell by now. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I am the Brent Wingate. And this week, we are celebrating our 200th regular episode. Technically, it's our 322nd. <laughs> We're going to leave Marvel numbering aside. Yeah. Perhaps, okay. All right. So this week, uh, we've got uh, the first episode of uh, Disney Plus's What If. Uh, we have a quick news flash. We're going to wrap up the accusation of the century in the Homo Superior Court, Trial of Magneto. Uh, we've got a mailbag of listeners submitted questions. Clark's got something. Watch out. It's very athletic. <laughs> and prepare to enter the theater of the mind with a special dramatic reading. Ooh. All right, but first, a little housekeeping. So we've got a boatload of great content this week to celebrate our 200th issue. Uh, we've got many profiles of each, each of us on Instagram. There's going to be a special Bar Sinister coming out this Friday, highlighting each of us as a cocktail. And there's a brand new episode of Vicky and Kiana coming out on Monday. Oh, I so, can't wait to see what those ladies are up to. Oh, they're behind because the <laughs> editing is slow. <laughs> I blame them. Yeah, so check I'll out... the editing that's slow. <laughs> check out all that stuff and support this unrelenting vanity project. <laughs> also, congrats to Tim Drake on uh, seemingly coming out as bisexual. Woo! Uh, we hope your first date with Bernard is a smashing success. <laughs> and fuck all those neck, beard, mouth breathers. Uh, we hope uh, they're mad. Yeah. Fred, <laughs> biggest housekeeping news. We're all back in person. We're recording yeah. a person for the first half in a year and a half. I'm touching all of you right now. <laughs> oh, that's your hand? I thought that was my hand. Okay. Okay, let's get into the one. <laughs> Uh, speaking of smashing, we didn't talk about smashing. Oh, we did say smashing success. <laughs> Great transition. Uh, uh, never have more Nazis been murdered on screen in a PG-13 way than in the first episode of Marvel's What If, which made its debut this past Wednesday on Disney+, Plus. the series, which seeks to explore alternate universes in the, in the MCU multiverse, uh, shows what would happen if major moments from the MCU films occurred drastically differently. Uh, it had its first episode focusing on Captain Carter. What if she were the first Avenger? Uh, this alternate retelling gives us a refreshed take on Captain America. You know, the first Avengers movie with Peggy staying in the room during the initial experiment and then getting superpowers and becoming uh, um, uh, Captain Carter. Uh, and then we also get uh, a mech-wearing kind of everyman Steve Rogers. I don't know why he's the pilot of it. But uh, mm -hmm. Howard Stark makes him the first kind of Iron Man the suit. Guy. And um, we also get some of the worst acting of Sebastian Sands' career. Oh, boy. Career. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a little sh uh, Shuma Gorath light, which yeah. I, I yeah. made uh, Adam very happy. What did you guys think of the episode, uh, both as the first in this series and just in general? So when we saw the previews for it, I was the one who was the most skeptical of the animation because it looked a little uncanny valley. I am happy to say that I was proven wrong. I think animation-wise, this looked amazing. Like, I was all about the action. I think, generally speaking, the voice acting was good, Sebastian Stanley aside. Uh, I, I think it was a great way to kick off What If, uh, because chronologically, First Avenger is really the first movie. Obviously, we'll get into Eternal a little bit later on about stuff way back before then. But this made a lot of sense. Either doing this or doing Iron Man would have made sense. And I think next week they're probably going to do Iron Man if I had to guess. But, uh, very enjoyable. Not perfect, but I'm glad of the format. The animation's great. The voice acting's generally good. It was fun. 
How much does Sebastian Stan open his mouth regularly? Not enough. Not enough. It really does show <laughs> the uh, the different set of skills that are required to do voice acting mm-hmm. versus regular acting. Because he's a fantastic actor, but him to go, and it almost took off my arm? You're like, really? What are you doing there? Who, the directors must have allowed this somehow. That's, I was like, no, this, the, like the sound people should have been like, mm, sure. It's not hard to say, say that the is, line again. That is 13 seconds. That is take 173. He, that was the best, that was the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four lines. Yeah. We were all two. And at them. <laughs> it really was that, because my favorite was, what are you, the Queen of England? Oh, no, no. I, um, <laughs> who ordered the calamari? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> Put a little heart in it, man. Yeah. Uh, it's part of his nine, uh, was it nine movie deal. Who had a lot of calamari dishes, too. <laughs> I will also say Steve Rogers piloting the uh, Hydra Stomper, whatever it was called, basically Iron Man 1940s version, track because it's in, in true what if uh, fashion from the comics, they always have one coincidental thing where they have to include a character that didn't become who they were supposed uh, to in another role. So it's like, okay, yeah, let's put Steve in the tin can. It's fine. Yeah. I was actually, the only thing I was like sad about from the episode, and I can appreciate this because obviously it's an anthology. I know she's supposed to be in every season after this, but I kind of like, I was sad that they sped up the, because the the train thing I thought was really cool. Obviously like him blowing up as opposed to uh, Winter Soldier. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so cool. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I was like freaking out. Andrew and I, uh, my, I was like, my boyfriend, I was like, I don't think I talked about it enough on the podcast. But it was like, we were like, oh my God, it's so good, so fucking awesome. I'm like, oh wait, no, 30 minutes is over. The whole plot is done. I was like, okay. For yeah. a year. Well, right. I, but I was assuming in season two, they would do the follow-up of her forward in time, which I, I think they're going cool. to do that. Yeah. Her like, like being part of the Avengers. Yeah. And they're going to make like some sort of like Avengers type of like cast together. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, to uh, me, the the biggest change in this what if universe is like, what if we edited the first Avenger really well? Like, it shows you that movie could have been <laughs> so much shorter. It, Agreed. No, I had like I, I'm a little worried about the other episodes because I thought this was so easily to your point sliced and diced to be like, here's the 30 minutes you really needed from the actual movie. Where some of the other concepts, I'm sort of like, can they really? handle all of that content within 30 minutes. Well, they may not be 30 minutes. Remember, uh, they could be a little bit longer in the same way that the other MCU shows on Disney Plus have like sort of yeah. been whatever length they needed to be, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever. Yeah. The other thing I really liked about it was, if you remember from the first Avenger, you had Steve basically being kind of like a propaganda icon. Like early on, all he's doing is just wearing the stupid suit at all the USO functions. Like they just kind of lean into the fact that like, She's dealing with like misogyny yeah. in like the in the various sort of uh, you know intelligence briefings, and she just decides to fucking go into it with tone of Howard Stark's help. Uh, I thought that was a really nice touch. I'm very attracted to the animation. I'm yeah. very turned on by that. I'm stuff. turned on by Cardo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, am I, she came am out I of the She came out of the machine. And like, Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> look at those shoulders. Uh, one thing Curb I love, stomp me, mom. What <laughs> <laughs> one thing I really like is uh, they tell you the exact moment where the divergent thing happens because you hear the voiceover go, 
And that was the exact moment. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Jeffrey, so, Rush. I, Jeffrey Wright. Thing. Yeah. I'll Jeffrey it. Rush. Yeah. I yeah, Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. 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 I didn't like uh, Uatu as Rod Serling, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly his role. In now, this too. is what is happening. Um, I think it gives me Clone Wars and yeah. vibes. Like, it's continuity, yeah. but no one's going to care that much. Yeah. And you'll you'll have some good episodes and some will be boring. I right. think that's, that's an anthology awful. format, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? So I only saw the first 30 seconds. <laughs> um, do they keep Uatu as like that Infinity-esque design where it's like the stars in him and you? Yes. yes. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's cool. He's always an ominous like shadow when they show him. He's not like some goofy looking guy with a big head. Too. They're yeah. like uh, big head shadow yeah, yeah. with the stars for eyes and yeah, then yeah. Uh, they're like, we're going to save on the animation by not having him talk at all with his mouth. And okay, that's easy. You can follow me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah, okay. We, like, we have to go where you go. Yeah. I do think to your, that's how, so I do think like, uh, yeah, I think some reviews are like, well, they got to kind of step it up and want to be a point in television. I do agree yeah. with that. I really liked it, but I would have loved if they could have at least done like three episodes a week or something because I don't think I'm going to have as much energy weekly to really like be excited to tune in because it's an anthology series. It's just harder yeah, anyway. to watch something a di- wholly different. Right. It's like fun and popcorny, but I mean, part of, I think I've loved death and robots. Yeah. That's super fun. Cause you get all of them and you could literally just fucking get high and pile through them in one night. And I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of get cool. what you're, I get what you're saying, but I kind of like having a week to like, kind of like think about one episode, however long it's going to be. And I also like the fact that like, we finally have something that's kind of one and done within the MCU. You're not like having, yeah, and because because then the like <laughs> no, you can judge the episode unto itself, and like you don't have to worry about like the lull, like what happened in Loki or even Fair. Winter. Uh, the only thing is, you know they're going to show up in live action. All these bitches will be showing. Anyone that tests well, yeah. any anyone that tests well will be a live action person at some point. Agreed. Oh my god, now I just want to see, like, hey, was it Haley At- Atwell? Haley, yeah. I just want to yeah. see her buff as fuck in real life. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Ooh. I'm doing my Marvel workout. Yeah. <laughs> I like I liked, um, the Peggy Carter show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. It was better than I really liked her as an actress. Yeah. It makes me think of, like, the Patty Duke show or something super cheesy where she plays twins or something. <laughs> <laughs> she... Oh, okay. uh, sorry, I was going to move on to, like, what you guys think about the, what the season's going to offer going forward because... One concern I had from this episode was that while it did try to explore the misogyny that she was facing, it really was a very flat characterization of that misogyny. It was yeah. always the, you're not supposed to be in this room. You're, we're allowing you to be in this room. And then her flipping it around. We're only allowing you to be in this room. And it really didn't get into a lot of the different kind of experiences she would have faced other than this top-down brass not really respecting her because for the most part everyone else thought she was like you're doing great we love you go go out there and kill the nazis i think that's just limitation yeah disney they don't have time to care about that we literally i was just because it was funny you're talking about that i was like well we already saw that in falcon and the winter soldier so i'm not surprised that in a 30 minute but i do agree that it was it was the most ham-fisted, like, hey, you're a lady, and we don't like those ladies around here. I, I like that. Chance. I, chance. <laughs> I did like when she's fighting, uh, what is it, Shumagarath? Shumagarath, I can never say it right. And, like, she picks up the sword, and she's got the sword and the shield, and it's very, like, sort of King Arthur. Yeah. And, like, I was like, that makes sense for her, like, British background. They, they did do a good, the one thing I did like, uh, besides the 
the action sequences are were fantastic, and I'm really that's the part I'm really excited about for the show is like they haven't really had this level of budget and this type of focus to be able to have. Or the action sequences are probably going to be incredible every fucking episode because you have so much more creativity versus doing it in real real life. Um, but what I really liked was when she was getting Armin Zola, Zola, Zolan, whatever. Zola. But when that guy gets out, he's like, oh, look, it's, I don't know, he's a German accent. Oh, it's a brawl. Wrong again, wrong again, Mr. Kosari, I mean. But she, that like buff German guy gets out and he's like, oh, they sent a Fraulein and she just fucked him up. She like broke, broke oh my his knees. And then like, 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 like I need him in the groin. It was very Captain yeah. Marvel-esque where she like blew away uh, what's-his-face. I just really appreciate I, that. I don't like, want to lose the point because I, I know that it's 30 minutes, but yeah. I do think that it was just, it was a very lazy way Agreed. of dealing with this. I, I, I do agree with you. If I had to make one edit, it might be that we see the same parallel like of her trying to get into the military the same way that mm. we saw Steve do, so that we have some more understanding of like the kinship that they have. It, it was very much more, the only thing I would have as a major knock on is that it was, it was so action focused that it didn't have the time to breathe to have the more ongoing character development. I thought what was there was fine, but I agree with you that it was like almost literally sequence after sequence after sequence that it would have been good to have a little bit more, let's take this a little bit further and think about this. Did anybody think when uh, Red Skull was saying, you know, and I'm going to bring a friend from the stars, it was going to be Thanos? Uh, little, yeah. I thought when, when he said uh, a champion, yeah, my first, it. my third first thought was like first thought. My first thought was <laughs> bring Daddy, Daddy Thanos, Daddy Thanos. Yeah. So Shima's Garath was murdered in the most recent issue of Savage Avengers because he's mercy killed by uh, Doctor Strange. Oh. oh. Is it confirmed that that really was it, or is it just a tentacle monster? No, it was him. I mean, okay. not in this. I don't know what the fuck happened. No, sorry. In the film. I meant not. Yeah, obviously. No, 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 no. It was just, it was just a random. It was a, it was a tentacle monster claiming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait a minute, it's a scroll. Yeah. yeah. If we assume that every tentacle monster is that, then we're kind of racist. Yeah. All right. It's a news flash. Oh my god. All right. The New York Times reports that outgoing Amazing Spider-Man writer Nick Spencer will lead a host of top comic book creators, including Jonathan Hickman, Scott Snyder, Ram V, Molly Ostertag, and uh, Saladin Ahmed in starting a comic subscription newsletter through the digital publishing platform Substack. Say that three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so much saliva in my mouth. Writer uh, James uh, Tinian, Tinian, Tinian the fourth, is is also included Bisexual. in the announcement. No, still <laughs> uh, he was having broken the news. <laughs> he was the person who said this is happening. So uh, just blame it on him. All right. So he's also leaving uh, uh, Batman to focus yeah. solely on this on yeah. their own work. What does this mean? What's it? What's going to happen? So. Uh, I just thought of this. This reminds me of the early 90s when, like, Jim Lee, Rob Layfield, Todd McFarlane all left Marvel to form Image, yeah. and it completely, like, just shattered mm-hmm. the uh, the way that people thought about comics. Like, there were clearly independent comics around that time, but nothing of, like, the superstar caliber uh, that those creators brought. Um, this will be an interesting experiment because it's completely bypassing... Uh, Diamond as a publisher, whatever DC's uh, uh, dis- distributors yeah. called local comic stores and Comicsology for that matter. Yeah. It's like you're like it's a whole new subscription service. It's almost like if you had uh, Martin Scorsese and Wes Anderson and a bunch of other directors creating a whole new platform that wasn't Netflix or Hulu or whatever. 
and them creating something. And it's like, well, okay, that's interesting. Uh, I think there'll be some really loyal fans who want to check some of this stuff out. People who follow the creators, not the characters. I'm certainly one of them. I think I would like to check it out. Um, and I mean, for the most part, they're pretty talented. I'm not a big fan of Nick Spencer, but I mean, Jonathan Hickman, uh, James Tinian, the fourth, Scott Snyder, Rom V is like an upcoming voice. He's also South Asian, which makes me really happy. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. The concepts sound fun. I think there were, I thought, well, it's also like people are doing different things because Scott Snyder is doing, uh, basically like how to get into the biz, how to learn about it, which I think is a great idea because obviously you don't, you're not going to really be doing that when you're writing for fucking DC Comics. So I thought that would be really cool. Too, right. They can do different things. You didn't read his Batman run because that's all it was about. Um, are you able to download these things? Or are you yeah, just literally looking at the Because I try to remember I what the hell I look know. It's the newsletter that if I can download into home? like a PDF, maybe I'll go for it. I don't, I don't, I don't care about reading something. I want it like physical or something I can quote unquote like literally own. You're gonna get out your printer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like a pure ink. Who's all my I think yeah. you can make anything a PDF though. I mean, so like any kind of image, right? Well, Can't would they it? legally allow such a thing? Ooh, that yeah, I that's don't. A good point. That's a good point. Yeah, and what's the threshold for like the average user who would prefer it to be in that kind of format to like actually convert it in some way? Like that seems like a lot more work than just yeah. buying the comic. So I do think one of the most interesting concepts was through Hickman actually, because not only is he doing like a group of people, he's trying to do more like his House of X and Powers of X with uh, Mike Del Mundo. It looks like uh, Teeny Howard might be on to write. Yeah. But what I really like is that he's, he's pre- presenting that the subscribers will have an opportunity to influence the story. Do I like everybody? No, because they're all fucking idiots, but I do think it's a very different way I mean, like, you know, you did this back in the old days of, what, do you, uh, Bill, what the fuck is the one that got beat to death, the Robin? Oh, Jason Todd. Yeah, like, uh, call that hotline. <laughs> like, I love the idea that there would be, like, a choose-your-own-adventure type where people can vote in the future of what might happen. Yeah. But I think that that's the best way to do this, because you're cutting out all this middleman planning. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But, like, just doing some of that, I think, would be very cool to to see. I think that's opening up a different way of doing this. I don't want to just see, to your point, like, I don't want just them to dump their comics on a different platform. I'm like, yeah. that's stupid. Like, yeah. something that's creative. I, I um, read uh, Pandle Syndicate. It's the one I forgot. Um, I read two of them. One is uh, an Ed, Ed Brubaker doing something called Friday. And it, you immediately download it into PDF. Uh, like, it's not just sitting on your your computer screen. So oh yeah, so you just have it always accessible. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can like yeah. look at, through a fucking folder and find it. Right. Quickly. The one thing that I, I I read online was like Substack is you know it's a it's a relatively new platform. It's allowed for some really unsavory voices to like have like uh, stuff like like turfs and like like some really like like off the wall conservative voices. Which oh, is, like, J.K. Rowling's is doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the it's the ninth Harry Potter book. It's only a Substack. Uh, but and you can't download the PDF. That that yeah, basically, <laughs> Dumbledore, McGonagall, McGon- whatever her name, McGonagall. <laughs> I can't remember her name. God, My God, I'm terrible. Like movie character from Cats. There you go. Uh, I'm, so I'm a little worried about that. The only thing I'm really worried about because this was like made the rumors. I was also on Bleeding Cool, which is a major rumor mongering mm-hmm. site, but sometimes they get it right. <laughs> yeah, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. The one person. Yeah, the guy who runs it, Rich Johnston. Yeah, he, is, he yeah. sucks. Uh, but he uh, he gets stuff right a lot of times, mm-hmm. and the rumor is that Hickman will leave the X books after Inferno's oh. over to just focus exclusively on Substack and then like other creator road stuff because it's been a few years since he's done that. 
like I really want to see him finish what he, I want to see him finish like what he started. Um, but need a George R. R. Martin situation. Well, I mean, I can think of a couple of creators who I wouldn't mind taking over, like the X books, like like guys like like Al Ewing. I think yeah. could do a great job, but like that guy is spread pretty thin. I know. I worry. Get about, him on another time. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the people man. who's going to be joining him uh, in that Three Worlds? Three he he is, but he's not. Yeah, but he's not spearheading. He's going to have one moon. One moon. Yeah, yeah, one of the moon. Yeah, that's no moon. Um, but <laughs> I. I'm a little worried about that. I hope it's not true. There's yeah. been no confirmation one way or the other yet. The the talent on the X-Books are pretty good, but they need someone to funnel all of their creative talent through <laughs> and kind of like organize all that shit. So it does worry me if Hickman leaves. And Hickman's the best like long-term planner. Hewing's pretty good, but he's one of the yeah. best long-term planners. I, I'm worried to be like someone like a Jerry Dugan. Who's a fine writer, but I don't think of him as a long-term planner. What about, uh, who did Savage it? Avengers? Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, but his X-Men's pretty good. Yeah. Who's doing Ben Who's doing Donny Cates? What about him? Donny Cates should not do X-Men. That's no. I don't think, I don't think he's got their voice. He's like, everyone has a symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be good. No, it would not. And especially, like, the one scene that, Bla- between Blade, Charles Xavier, and Magneto in, um, King in Black was really poorly portrayed. Oh, uh, I was like, yeah, that's right. As much as I love Kate's, I was like, oof, that is missing the point. That's right. What if, like, an old creator that used Claremont. to be on the <laughs> Claremont? What a time! What a time to be alive. No, but, like, Baby oh, 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 God. Nisia, yeah. But, like, an old powerhouse comes back to the X-Books. That's not really, like, well, what other, in, are you guys? It's not Morrison. It's not Graham Morrison. It is. I've got two okay. words. It's you. Joss Whedon. He makes one book a year. <laughs> <laughs> He's canceled. What? Two words. Rob Lego. Remember when Adam Pissari was on this podcast? Uh, yeah. It's a good time to let you know. We <laughs> talked about it. You're off. <laughs> you know, is this my kill shot? So, with, the, with this kind of, like... You know, when we think about comics today, it's really hard to get a lot of people suddenly to jump on one new issue. It really is surrounded based off of characters. Mm-hmm. I don't think people have the same fidelity to, say, comicsology that they might have to the producer like Netflix. Right. Like, I'll, I'll oh, give Netflix yeah. credit. Yeah. So jumping to Substack, I don't know if that's as big of a deal, but how does an artist like that get a big draw? How do they get it to keep it sustained? Because, you know, your first comics out there are, are, aren't going to be pulling in tons of new people, tons of new people. I, I mean, it's going to be, it's, uh, it's done. It's a subscription service and, but it's all goes to them and overhead I would imagine is lower because it is digital yeah. and they're not paying royalties to any company. So it's not like, even like image like has the, probably the most creator friendly, uh, yeah. contracts out there for lack of a better term. They still like they still have to like pay. It's like it's like it's like I almost count it as as like doing like a like working at a WeWorks. You know, like you're paying for housing at WeWorks at Image, like you would for Image, but for Substack, you wouldn't even need that. Well, that yeah, I think now that I think about it, that's probably what it really is. Is that you're because even on Comicsology, somebody like Scott Snyder can't really build his brand. Like they could release something on there, but this idea of like being able to have like either potentially interviews or conversations, or release materials to support like how do you want to write? How do you want to get? It seems like they're all trying to be like, how are we boosting our names enough that go even beyond comic media or just in general? It's like what is. I'm sure it's actually probably a lot of their agents too. Like this is actually a great quote because you are the person that needs to be getting the name, not your series or your this or your that. It's you as the person. Yeah. You're the, you're the money maker. Well, I'm assuming that a percentage goes to whatever Substack. the Substack right. itself. So that's kind of the, 
It's pro- that's probably the overhead, but it's got to be minimal compared to like other publishers. Uh, I like the fact that like James Tinian is seven dollars, and then um, possibly the other one. I just lost his name in my head. Yeah, eight dollars. Eight dollars. I'm like, uh-uh, like uh-uh. an issue. Well, a what, whatever a month. A month. No. Oh, this is for whatever right. random shit they it's throw out. And they don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a, a new competitor, and I think it might become a great kind of farm to develop creators who might not be able to get a voice as much, develop a following, and then when they go into some of their title... And turfs. All the people who do it are super famous so far. Yeah. Well, that's sure. what they're probably like. They probably are paying them a lot of money to produce that content to grab people over, so they don't become a fucking four chan. Which is which is why it feels like image. It's like yeah. the top, and so the artists, it's the top writers, writers right now that like just have like huge, relatively huge following. So you you're saying all of them are going to leave at some point because they made really bad comics? Uh, I don't know. I hope not. Yeah, things are fucking crap. Or they yeah. eventually sell it to DC Comics, like Jim Lee did ten years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We're entering the Homo Superior Court of Unappeals. Dishonorable Judge Clark Whitehead. We are currently trying the trial of Magneto, where we make false accusations and then hope that they come up true. Yeah. Judge, do you want to take the case? All right, so in the vein of two weeks ago, we had... The Mutants versus Jamie Madrox, Multiple Man, and the Mutants versus, I don't know how to pronounce this in French, but Bennett Dupere Exodus. You nailed it. Uh, Got it. This week, we have, uh, first up, is Mutants versus Wanda Maximoff herself, who she may be murdered herself, Scarlet Witch. Okay. Who, uh, who is prosecuting? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Brent, Brent Wingate, <laughs> your dishonor. You know, if I may, I'd like to make a simple case today. A person was murdered. Mm. And I know we've yeah. called Wanda the pretender joked about her terrible accent that disappears and reappears faster than Nightcrawler. But she was a person. And the facts of this baseless accusation will show that that person who murdered Wanda was in fact herself. Don't gasp. I'm busy. (laughs) All right. So she had three key components to kill herself. Means, the Scarlet Witch is known for endless body count. Who has that level of power? And if they did, surely wouldn't they be capable of taking more than one life? Their own. She had motive. Since most, uh, since being made non-mutant, Wanda has had an outsider status in the mutant community with the rejuvenation eggs and the opportunity for a brand new start. <laughs> for even the most evil of mutants, wouldn't it be so tempting to try and start life over again as the mutant you were originally written to be? And opportunity. And this is the most important. We know for certain that at the location of her body, Wanda had been in the company of at least three people, a blackout drunk nightcrawler, Magneto, and one Wanda Jameson Maximoff herself. (laughs) You want a twist? Wanda did this herself. I mean, I'm twisting. Is that it? Yes, you're designed. (laughs) Um, So that reminded me of those jade eggs you shove into your vagina. You know those? The Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Those yeah. are rejuvenation eggs. Um, because I'm the judge, didn't I see her running from something? Is she, she running from herself? Your Honor, I don't have any evidence of that. I, I do, because I watched it. You, oh, you were there? Yeah, are yeah, you yeah. the murderer? <laughs> yeah, he's the universal judge. He sees all, knows all. Yeah, yeah. He's omniscient. 
Your Honor, if I could speculate, maybe she went for a light jog. Okay. <laughs> you like to look behind her back, horrified? Who doesn't when they're running? You, well, it's a breathing technique that you learn in Sokovia. You breathe to the left, you breathe to the right. But she's not from Sokovia in the comics that, that we are in, even though I didn't know that. We are real people. I don't know if I understand that sentence. That's the multiverse. So can I cross-examine or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, it's not really a cross-examine. It's just more getting more information. It's a cross-examine. It's a cross-examine. <laughs> uh, it, do you think that Wanda killed herself because she wanted to be reborn as a mutant? Okay, actually, I've got a surprise defendant. <laughs> I've got a person I really wanted to defend. Oh, how this works. Okay. And it's Magneto. Who are you, Perry Mason? <laughs> he was one of the last people we saw with her. He said, quote, you are my daughter, and... Quote, I will do what I must to make things right. Uh, he has a history of being used in surprise fake-out moments, including when it was revealed that he was pretending to be Zorn in Morrison's X-Men run, plus in an age of twists and turns and big reveals. And gags. What, and gags. What would be a bigger twist than the trial of Magneto being an actual trial of actual Magneto. It's called The Trial of Magneto. That's my real case. Well, they're just presenting facts. So I'm going to be tri uh, tri uh, doing trial for somebody who won't actually matter because she's going to come back to the dead and be like, well, case dismissed because you didn't actually kill her. Yeah. It's the reverse of, like, we couldn't find a body, so there's no crime. We have the body. It's alive. Well, yeah, and double jeopardy is if you killed yourself or your father killed you and then you came back, you can't be trapped. No, that's time travel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Double jeopardy is an Alstrobeck says you get that more money. Yeah. Um, and we have another surprise guest. It's Wanda's dead body coming to the stand. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Wow. I don't think those are two crazy ideas. No. 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 Right, are we going to go to the mutant egg thing? Oh, yeah, speak, speaking of crazy ideas. Mutants versus Allison Blair Dazzler, please. Your Honor, uh, <laughs> it's tough for me. You know that because she's a friend. Um, uh, we there could the dance floor. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh yes, there could be. Um, uh, you know, she she loves this podcast. It, it's it's tough for me to do this today, um, but I have to bring up the facts, right? Um, uh, Your Honor, can I just ask what color is Wanda's outfit usually? I'm a judge on a podcast. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Maroonish red. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. And then what color is Dazzler's outfit? It depends. Light blue? Sparkly blue? blue. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's a, a white or a blue? A blue and a white? <laughs> Your Honor, I would like to submit this first piece of evidence found in Tiger Beat magazine from 1992 where Dazzler says that her favorite color is red. Your Honor, does she ever wear red? Did they ever focus on women in that? They never did. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Your Honor, I'd like to submit an evite that Dazzler sent to Wanda's email months and months ago for a Krakoa opening finger blast party. <laughs> okay. On the evite, it specifically right here says RSVP. <laughs> Um, and then as you can see under here, she opened it and never responded. <laughs> wow. Your Honor! And the last piece of evidence is a sworn wow. statement from Krakowin Police Department from the mutant everyone knows, Honest Jillian, who has the amazing mutant gift of always being honest. 
curse? <laughs> oh, yeah, because mutant powers come as gifts and a curse. So what, right. what does Honest Jillian look like? Um, Jillian Jacobs. Exactly like Jillian Jacobs. <laughs> Jillian Jacobs. <laughs> um, in her statement, she's, she says she was closing her tab out at the bar with Blob. Dazzler was there very drunk, bragging about how she used to die all the time before it was cruel <laughs> on Kokoa. Dazzler kept poking her with her light fingers. Wanda was saying nothing. Eventually, Wanda says, okay. Um, then Dazzler says, well, have you ever died? And Wanda says, I used to be an Avenger, so yeah, I died like a bunch of times. She gets her apple teeny, walks away, and then huff. Then Honest Jillian, to the point. Honest <laughs> Jillian says <laughs> to herself, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, she she catches Allison Blair saying very angrily, "Well then, what? Maybe you'll die again, you scarlet bitch." There are no further questions. I used to date Honest Jillian, and I don't believe anything she said. You don't even remember what she looks like. Can I? I'm face blind. Can I cross examine? Uh, you're friends with Dazzler, you said. Yeah, close. They, for a long time? Uh, I don't know, like since the 70s. Okay, yeah. so you're familiar with her Outback era. Oh, yeah, huge. Okay. So you might recall that she wore a headband. What color would you say that headband is? Um, she said it's more of an accessory. It's not really an outfit. But, but she, it was it kind was, of part of the whole outfit. Yeah. What color was it? Like a blood. Like oh, a blood. So would you call blood red? No. It, and you would say that would be an iconic defining part of her costume. I think she likes red. This whole case is falling apart right in front of What the hell kind of friend prosecutes their own friend? Well, I didn't want to do it, but I have to speak my truth. Yeah. Well, that's that's the internal conflict he has to face in this case. Some he knows his friend has broken the law. Yeah, I'm a real honest Jillian is what I am. Yeah, I, just I don't that, know who she is. <laughs> even though I dated her. I just love that Ryan has to bring in Dazzler in every episode, even if it is to accuse her. <laughs> what do you mean? Court yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you can see, it's pretty cut and clear, you know? I, when I talked about this two weeks ago, the one I decided is the worst, I was going to murder, so Ryan be prepared to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah, had some laughs. Who's, you know? your, who's the best? I don't know. That's the right answer. The right answer. <laughs> was, um, yeah, none. None. I was going to guess Baby and Cortez, but okay. I think it's too easy, but they're keeping it in the comics, even though we're not comics, we're real people. <laughs> we're all real. Um, we're all real. For way too long for who knows what reason. I don't yeah. know what I know. Well, we'll find out next week at <laughs> issue one of The Trial of Maggie. Alright, let's move on to a, a little uh, fun messenger mailbag from the listeners. Tyra Mail. We asked you to <laughs> We asked you to submit questions that you'd like answered. We've got those questions and those answers. All right, let's start with Corey H. Uh, he asked, you're asked to assemble an X team of six existing characters and one original creation. Uh, who's on your team and why? And who would you want to draw and write that comic? Anyone want to start? Uh, we're, I'm going to name all six. Yeah, you would name yeah. the people who are on the oh, team. I didn't do this. <laughs> I thought well, we were just going to do one. Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's assemble our And then we'll collectively create a hero. Oh, no, I, I kind of went Flying Ratman. Oh, Flying Ratman from Mothman City? I was going to say just Jumbles is obviously the okay. seven character. Yeah. You know what? We're going to do two, and it's Flying Ratman and, <laughs> and Jumbles. Jumbles. Yeah, yeah. Gets to, yeah, who are you putting on the X team? I think I'm putting on uh, Nature Girl. 
Ooh. I always liked her vibe. I think that she can be fleshed out so much more. Um, and she has a nice antagonism with a lot of characters because she's serious but can make a joke. I would like to put Indra on there. He doesn't get a lot of play. And his powers could be explored so much more as well as his backstory. I would like to know more about him. I would like Trinary because I think she's one of the better mm. creations in the last few years and I think she's being wasted on X-Core. Hell yeah. I just have Quantum because I really like her. <laughs> I was like trying to think of an obscure person I really enjoyed and I was like, no, she's just so fucking good in Hellions. Well, the done, team needs a leader. They've done such a good job with that character. She like, I would love for her to continue to take on And that's why I choose Betsy Braddock to be the <laughs> real leader. <laughs> so what happens? I'm going to choose um, Sugarman. Yeah, partially because I want everyone to despise him as me. But I, I well, I, did everyone else just have like a young female? I think so. Well, now we've got a creep. We've got some weird old creep who just has a giant ass tongue. We also need kind of like a dick version of Beast that's even worse. Dark, dark Guess Beast. Beast? <laughs> yeah, no. from our Earth. Who's just a big head with some arms and legs sex. on him? No, uh, roast beast from the <laughs> no. from the Doctor Seussiverse. The Art of Delhi. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds so good. Yeah. I could go for some yes. roast beast. Is there yeah. random wild card? Because it was it uh, was no, it just we six? had our five plus two. Oh, okay. Oh, team of six. Two. What about Honest Jillian? Is she? <laughs> no. Yeah, actually, to be fair, all right, fine. Maybe Jumbles has to be taken out. And no, we have all then. three. It's a team of eight now. Okay, so who's writing and drawing the comments? You know what? I would. Oh, I'm drawing it, so it's going to be bad. Yeah. Jonathan Hickman, Scott Snyder, Saladin. Jonathan <laughs> 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 not to leave. You know, I do like the idea of picking like a superstar writer like Jonathan Hickman and then forcing him to draw. <laughs> <laughs> he started as an illustrator. No, no really? Yeah, yeah, he did. Because like, that's, why, that's why he does all the infographic it's, stuff in his comics. I feel like it has to be... For our comic, at least within the current writing universe for Marvel, it has to be Zed Morales, right? What are you going to say? Oh, I was like, were we on the same page? You're like, David, I, I, I was like, we're in this together. Oh, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, I, 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 have, I have uh, a, oh, I have a toss up. I have, I'm surprised you didn't say Tom Taylor, but I, for me, I, it's a toss up between Al Ewing and Vita Ayala. Mm. Okay. I always cool. bring her up, but I'm going to say there. Amy Sedaris oh. and her writing staff on all of her shows. <laughs> she can write a rabbit really well. Hey, I know that. That's her favorite yeah. thing. Okay. I, I, just, I think Honest Jillian would be fucking perfect for her, too, <laughs> to write. <laughs> well, so, well, artist wise, anything? I mean, I mean, Pepe LaRoz is really fucking oh. killing it. The killing animators it. of What If. There we go. There you so go. It's going to be this colors smeared together. Yeah. The question becomes, and a follow up to Corey's, thank you, Corey, is what would the title be? Cut Blast? <laughs> no, it's got to be X Cut Blast. <laughs> How about Randos Assembled? Right. <laughs> Uh, the extra extreme cunt blast is where I'm headed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like the extras no. or something like the extras, that. Yeah. The extras, yeah. The extra Do we have like uh, what 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 their conflict would be? Like who are they facing down? Pete, nobody knows who they are. Uh, Flagon. <laughs> I think no. I think Flagon is the main villain yeah. of this. Oh, <laughs> He's gotten a hold of a bad diarrhea. Let's not go down this road. Yeah. Yeah. Like the grandmother right. with vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca asked uh, if you were to write a comic book series today, what issues do you think would be represented, or would you like represented? Um, and do you think that there are some old comic book creators that? Um, you know, could foresee the same issues that you like being talked about. I, I mean, definitely for me, like 
leaning more into queer issues in general, uh, and like queer representation across like LGBTQIA plus like more trans representation, more uh, asexual representation, more bisexual representation. And weirdly, I think Claremont kind of foresaw that. Yeah, with all that body oh, swapping. Totally. <laughs> I, I, I meant which issues, like comic issues, would I bring? Number in? twelve. Number twelve. <laughs> volume four. <laughs> When Archangel and Husk were fucking a ton of mother <laughs> yeah. in the sky. I guess, yeah, Rebecca, I definitely read your question very poorly multiple times before. When you, I'm glad you entered it first because I didn't know who was asking. Issue number 200, <laughs> like this one. No, I mean, like, Claremont, going back, Claremont, like, definitely was trying to be progressive as he could under the Comics Code Authority and Marvel Editorial at the time. He definitely queer-coded a lot of characters. I mean, Storm had a bisexual relationship with yeah. Yukio. He intended for Logan to be gay. Him and John Byrne both intended for Northstar to be gay from the outset. He didn't come out until mm-hmm. much later. So, um, you know, like, I'm glad that we had a creator that was as progressive as he was in the 70s and 80s and early 90s. I, um, I'd like to see, an, uh, one issue that you never really see in the comics is, like, a superhero that's been at it for years just getting older. So ageism in, like, superheroes. Yeah. You never see, like, Scott is, should be... Like, just his bones should yeah. a little bit now. And you never see that. I'd love to see them being like, I, well, I'm thinking about retiring from the gig. You know there's, what I mean? There's some person, some uh, budding comic writer who's listening to this and is like taking notes. Make Scott's bones hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that is your fact. Because, I mean, I think you have, you have like Watchmen and other like, ta- like things of like, well, let's just fast forward to where these people aren't really heroes anymore. But even then, they were all still like very, like, you know, even fucking Night Owl 2 or whatever was still like, a lardy, but was like beating the shit out of everybody. A lardy? I know, that's really hard. What, <laughs> God, I what is that? I've never gotten Well, the, uh, the problem with that Ooh. is that uh, in, in Watchmen, they're like, they are, the, the benefit is that they're retired. They are actually right, done. Right, they're done. When, when a new character is taking up a mantle, so often there is the original character hanging around, still working in their prime, doing stuff. It could yeah. be really interesting if there was only, like, ten people total that ever got superpowers on a planet, and then they, like, obviously generally age at a regular rate. So dealing with, like, if Wonder Woman, Batman, all of them were, like, they, there were no more ways to get new people. Maybe some vigilantes, but, like, no one was getting metahumanized again, or there was no new aliens. Like, dealing with, like, what happens when you have these ultimate forces that can help, you know, fix the world... But then they're aged out of the population kind of idea would be really interesting. Well, they kind of touched on that in Kingdom Come, uh, DC Comics, because uh, it was all about like Superman that was older, kind right, of tired. Right. And you had a whole new younger generation of heroes who thought that everything that generation, the previous generation did was just like old fashioned and like they were just a bunch of fogies. And like this new generation was about like, you know, we're going to bust heads and like cause property damage. It was like a meta commentary on like image comics in the 90s versus like. But that's what I'm saying is like, what if there was no younger generation? That's where I think it would get really interesting because it's like, what would happen if you only had these like 10 superpowers? I mean, really, it's kind of like God's passing in the night, right? Like, it's like Jupiter's legacy. Well, no, they even had younger is terrible. Let's move on. X Reads podcast, friend of the pod, asked, when will Vicky and Kiana get their own show on World of Wonder? Uh, Ryan or Adam, do you have an opinion? Uh, I just because we're the two biggest fans of them. Um, I <laughs> I would say because my opinion is that 
they will never be on World of Wonder, yeah. but they will be on World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. At the Yums in DC, getting into a fight yeah. for a usual. Yeah. You know, it's tough. A lot of emails aren't being returned. A lot of evites aren't being opened. It's it's a lot of that. As their like biggest fan semi agents, they're trying very hard, mm-hmm. and World of Wonder is just not interested. But mm-hmm. we're just one day but away. I think they're I think. looking at other options. Paramount Plus. Right? Paramount Plus. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. this other drag queen, other option that seemingly is getting so much more work. No, no, no. I got it. It's yeah. Substack. You can join James Tinney in the fourth, Scott Snyder, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, should we take a more homophobic approach and, <laughs> and just like pretend that trans women aren't women? Well, and we'll be like oh, really big on substance. A lot of the issue is people don't want to watch videos. They want to print out pictures of Vicky and Keanu <laughs> and just look at them. You know what I mean? Uh, no, Vic, I did hear that Vicky and Keanu were working on a Substack how to do makeup tutorial. So I think definitely keep an <laughs> yeah, eye they out for are. that. I heard that, yeah. Yikes. All right, this one's from our pals at Comic Book Queers. Uh, if we five were the original five, uh, who would each of us be? And then what about the Krakoan five? I I think I can name all of us. Try it. So do, I is think this, this how you like? Do you go to sleep Arya style? Where you yes, each of us <laughs> yes. as what character? That's every night. Yeah, it's I like know. inside a counting <laughs> sheep. I I'm Cyclops. Uh, that's Kalen. Brent, you're Beast. I agree. Adam, I you're Iceman. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you're Angel. And Clark is Jean Grey. <laughs> Whoa! It took a turn. Why? Why were you so shocked by Angel? Because uh, I'm a beautiful redhead. So you know what I mean. <laughs> so like, yeah, but what no, about Angel? Clark is the one who's going to be most likely to go. It's oh, Clark yeah, Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that's sure. a good point. I was picturing you as Marvel Girl, but, or whatever the fuck. Well, I mean, he wants to be I'm always going to pick the women, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank but, you. But, I thought. Ryan is gonna be Iceman. Well, no, I think we're. I think we are switch. I think we are. Yeah, it's whoever looks better for the yeah. day gets to be. You're definitely. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely like the handsomer one, but you're also the the kookster. So I could see. And I like. I like. Just love you both. I think we all have an angel. Yeah, right. We all have an angel. Definitely the more handsome one, and you're the kookster. <laughs> He's really come up with a lot of words. Do you have a tearaway calendar? That I just—it's just like make up your word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and you listeners are our angel. You're all beautiful. Oh, no, no, stop. No, you're our Professor X because you keep us going. No, they're our mimic. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they're all gonna die. They're all gonna die. Yeah, they take a bit of our powers and are less powerful than yeah. us, and then they die. All right, so the Krakoan Five. So like, wait, it's Egg, it's Hope, uh, it's uh, Tempest, uh, it's um, Proteus, and who's the fifth one? I can't think the of. Elixir, one, elixir. elixir. Well, elixir. we were. It's so funny that because we were talking about this for potentially at the next upcoming Comic Cons that we would go as the five, and I've already forgot what we split up as. I. But it was only based on looks. It yeah. wasn't based on personality. Oh, oh, I want to see you as Tempest. I think that's what the yeah. idea was. Yeah, I was definitely Tempest. You look beautiful, like a blue wig. I don't know those characters super well enough to think about what they like. Who You're, uh, Clark is Proteus. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's right. I, I just think. make me Eggman. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> no, just, just, egg, egg. Egg. Hey. just make me the Eggster. Hey, but just be golden. No, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm Elixir because he's got powers of both murder, death, and and life. And and life. Oh. Some sort of you bipolar. do give me life, and then you slay me. <laughs> no, no, I'm Elixir. Sorry, <laughs> Elixir. I'll, I'll, I'll give someone a tumor in their brain. Yeah. Hot second. I, I probably hope. I think I'm hope. Yeah. 
And I'm the other one you're that Proteus named. That's what Proteus is. You're Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. So Proteus is. I don't know that bitch. Proteus is powerful. You've only been reading comics for a few years. And stoic. I don't think no, I. No, he's not stoic. Remember, he made that really no, crazy. And, uh. Well, that's. Marauders. He called, he called Moira. He called Moira a cow. And that's you're good. the most likely to that's call good. somebody a cow. I'm Proteus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, last question. Uh, this one's from uh, Luciano. Uh, do you guys have any idea when recording uh, that we could have this reach and effect? Uh, one thing I was going to say. Well, we should clarify, anyone... Luciano's from Brazil. He's yeah. from Brazil. Which is why if anyone's going to dig themselves out of a grave, it's going to be me. So you're proud of Elixir. Uh, uh, anyways, right. just to right. clarify. Yeah. 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 Just to be, you know what? I'm thinking back again. I, I think I am being great. No, no. Uh, no, that was, when we got that fucking question from Luciano, I was like, this is incredible. That's a very nice question. I was so happy, and thank you, Luciano, for your, like, lovely question, and the fact that, like, we have a fan uh, listener in Brazil, that's great. He's not a fan, he just wanted to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said it more accusatorily. Yeah, he's trying with that money, bitch. Yeah, he like, can you get off my phone? <laughs> it's a, did you really think you could have this kind of reach? <laughs> and, yeah. and to answer his question, yeah, I think we did know that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I think our going theorem is that we've got, we're people who like each other, and we've got chemistry. No idea how to execute anything we're doing. <laughs> None whatsoever. But gosh darn, do we like the product. Yeah. Um, Thank you. It's a very nice question. Subscribe to our Substack. Um, the the additional question he also had is he would like to participate as a foreign correspondent. We'll test. You know, we'll see if... <laughs> if we ever need somebody in South America, Luciano, you're first. If yeah. we could have a sixth person, well, we'd have some guests sometimes. But you like, are the sixth no, member of all the this thing. I mean, if he can invite me to Brazil, then yes. Yeah, oh my god, can we do a Not live now, we're gonna, we're, Luciano, we're coming tonight, we're doing a live recording. Well, like, never having done a live recording before, we're going to Brazil. <laughs> no, don't Wait, you, ready? Don't we're right outside Luciano's door. We, we, no. we show up in Brazil, but we didn't bother to figure out where in Brazil. <laughs> we just showed up at the airport. We're recording, at the air, we're recording this at the airport right now. Well, as I said, how big could it be the entire time on the flight? <laughs> so uh, all of the people who uh, submitted questions, uh, we really appreciate them. Um, and we got so many good ones, and we you know don't have enough time to answer them all uh, on this pod. But tune in over the next couple of weeks because we're going to throw some of these questions in with our normal discussion uh, and also to hope, you know, kind of keep you sticking around. Um, but if you submitted a question, then you were inter- entered into a chance to win uh, $200. Woo! So to decide who would win uh, the $200 prize, Vicky Van Dump suggested we write the names of the contestants on alligators and have them fight it out for a winner. <laughs> Um, but also because that idea was expensive and crazy. Um, I think she said she has the alligators already. <laughs> yeah, they're crocodiles. They're crocodiles. She was charging a really high price. That was the problem. Yeah. It was uh, Mickey Van Dump. It's up to it. <laughs> exactly. So instead, we randomly selected a name out of the hat, and the winner of the question raffle is... <laughs> Luciano. So we'll be reaching out to you to award your prize. And uh, congratulations to you and everyone. Thank you so much for submitting questions. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Let's jump into a a segment we all know. Well, we know it. Uh, Clark's got something. Oh, that's what we're doing now. Watch out. 
Okay, so we're doing that. So I am a huge Olympics fan, and that just ended um, to the point where my parents have never really watched it before and since I was living up there until today. Um, they watched it a million times. Like, I record everything, watch every fucking thing. Anyway, so I decided we're going to do the X-Men Olympics. We're going to talk about who could possibly Ooh, win things. So, uh, caveats, number one, since I'm the IOC, and I'm really behind on any sort of public issues, like, they literally <laughs> just, just, say, just yeah. allowed trans people this year. Um, I am disallowing certain individuals. Oh, no. Or powers. So, I murdered every single speedster. They're dead. Okay. That's okay. too easy. Right. Uh, number two, teleportation is not allowed because yeah. they have to use their feet the entire fucking time or arms or legs if they're swimming and shit. Got it. I'm not doing swing. Okay. Um, cool. And then no telepathy, no anything like that, no empathy, anything that controls someone's <laughs> no, brain. No empathy. Everybody's dead Empath. Empath is not allowed. So. I know. I just love no someone, empathy. Someone shatters <laughs> their knees and the other player's like, mm, The Olympics are all about empathy. You're, you're like, you're coming just, together and not. It like, sounds like you're just pitching the no fear shirt brand to come. Yeah, no fear queer gear is what we called it as a kid. <laughs> Didn't you? No. No. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm calling. Are we crazy? Now. Yeah. Well, Are we crazy? Was that a great jockstrap? It was, it was no <laughs> not so not as good as Nasty Pig. Should we yeah. partner with them? Yeah. Wait, well, it's So so no 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 Stussy. Is that a straight pussy? <laughs> yeah. Oh we, we wore those like crazy. So I'm gonna go into it. I'm gonna start with um the they just added the four by four hundred relay me- mixed medley, which is you know two women, two men eating a salad. So, <laughs> which fr- which vegetables are going to be included in that? And two fruit because it's mixed. Um, yeah, I was going to see who, what four people would be a good team. Okay. Who do you think would win? Or the four by four? Yeah, four by four uh, mixed relay. Two it would two be women. Scott and Logan. And yeah. Gene and Emma. No, Logan uh, can't run. No, no you, how's Emma going to be running? And heels. And heal <laughs> backwards. They're not gonna win. You definitely no. You definitely gotta have beast on that. Gene doesn't have power. Oh, I got it. Beast, <laughs> Feral, Wolfsbane, and the, the her dad. Do we have the like? Like, does the uh, contestant have the ability to use their powers? They just can't like run really fast. So like. Bobby Iceman, he could make an ice sheet to I, I did not us. give that, uh, that, that mm-hmm. caveat. But I said his feet aren't on the ground. Yeah, you have to fly. use it. Yeah, as I said, you he have to use to your actual body parts. Gotcha. I would just love... Um, God, who is a speedster? So I, mean, I did say... Quick, I like Quicksilver, but like he's just running an average But he's... <laughs> No, he's, he's dead. <laughs> he'd be so. Yeah, I murdered him. Also, um, not a mutant. I do think the four, oh, uh, the uh, those hard. four legged characters would actually be very good. I'll go for that. Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Cast Power could be good. Uh, All right, since Tom Daly and whoever his name is just won that men's um, diving, diving the 10 meter diving synchronized. Um, those are all words that were out of order there. Um, <laughs> who do you think would be good? A good pairing. Well, what's that? Like, I don't know. There's Sloa? Is Namor no good? Men's. It's the men's synchronized what's diving team which boy? I explained incorrectly. Oh, uh, the not, yeah, what's the new mutant? Rain Boy. Yeah, Rain, Rain, Rain Boy would be good. There would be no splash involved. Yeah, Rain Boy would be good. Um, but he's been smoking pot too much. He also, he's, like, he's, he's good at being synchronized. Yeah, you've got to have, well, actually he's been training, right? They've been doing the team up. Oh, so I know. Mimic. But then fucking each other over. That's right. Hmm. All right, Mimic? Mimic and uh, what's his face from other oh, yeah. <laughs> Mimic too. They don't, they, they don't move. They can't get started. Mimic and Changeling. Uh, wait, I, I could say I said man, you know, Misty could turn into a man. Uh, wait, who can control well, their density? How about who controls their density? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Leland. Leland can. 
from Help, God damn it, from Help Our Club. <laughs> they they were, they were going to run. Oh, that's it. right. The yeah, right. They control their density say, and they jump off and then just spin off into the sky. <laughs> I could say Neophyte. He's the ability to. Oh, it's Neophyte not really teleporting as much as literally he can go into atoms and then shoot down through the uh, atoms. Neophyte and Skids together. Oh, well, that's, 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 that's not teleportation. He's just he's just folding space. Well, we're just shoving people together. We're not going to do actually pair out well. But anyway. All right, switching over. Now it's the women. Women's all-around gymnastics. Ooh, very sexist. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I just. I mean, that'd be qu- a Quanon. <laughs> oh, oh, totally Quanon. Quanon would be great. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So who's her partner? Or do they have? No, there's, there's just one, right? That's not just all around. Who's? Oh there? yeah, what's the team of women that are? No, just one. It's just one. Uh, one that's, all around. Uh, Laura, Laura Wolverine. Oh, also. Yeah, she's she's good. I mean. <laughs> Storm's got skills. No, but she just <laughs> no. floats all she, the time. Is there, well, oh, fencing is worse, but I'll save it. You remember, you gotta have your legs on your feet or touch. Callisto could be good. Callisto. Is she that? Oh, Domino? Domino. 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 That's good. Great choice. Yeah. All right. Um, men's pole vault. Oh, this Gambit. Is... He already has one. Yeah. That's true. Oh, training all of that. That's right. Yeah. Sherry. Yes, this is what this character's is. Is. <laughs> all right. Men's pole vault, but it's his cock. Uh, Vulcan. Maggot. Oh. Wait, so the maggots are actually... Jamie, yeah. They connect. And they Jamie Braddock. Uh, uh, also not a mutant, but yeah. Oh, Jamie is a mutant. He's a mutant that uh, Speedo that he wears coming out of the egg. Yeah, but right. his, his dick would come out of his stomach. <laughs> God, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He, gave birth, he gave birth to his dick. All right. It's uh, about 100 meter hurdles, but each hurdle is actually a murder they have to commit. Oh, um, Mr. Sinister. Wait, so they're stabbing people? Like they're, they're, they're The hurdle is actually just a human or anything that they're killing. You know what? The, Who can get to the end fastest while they're most amoral? Them? You need aim for you. Informally known as Scalp Hunter. Great Crow? Sure. Yeah. I love how we I always keep going good. back to that old name instead of just calling it. <laughs> it's just Great Crow. It's hard to remember because it, we used it for. I think it's got to be somebody who's super amoral, like somebody who has like doesn't give a shit about like. This is the Olympics of genocide. No, I was just gonna say Wolverine. He can kill people. Yeah, he would run through. Oh, Sabretooth. Sabretooth. That's the right. It's the combination of the qualities. All right, this is when things get horrible. Okay, who who whose power whose ability who would win at the heaviest cum dump? Lob Herman. Iceman. Lob. Krakoa. Oh God. It's a volcano. Wait, why is Glob Herman a cum dump? Have you no, seen him? No, he's not a cum dump. He's yeah, a, this is the cum dump. Oh, he's the cum dump. He's really just a skeleton. The outside is just cum. Yeah. <laughs> that would be quite the character. He, he just moved this. Viscous. This uh, went from a regular R episode to NC-17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like right. every episode. It, it'll go back in a minute. All right, I've got three more. Uh, now, the flip side, who is the most heavily fillable cum dump? Anal. Anal. Uh, I mean, um, I said A-N-A-L, but you, I didn't mean yeah. to say that. The receiver. The receiver. I think Krakoa is right. Be, it's the most fillable. Krakoa is right. Oh my god. Because there's orgies everywhere already happening. Uh, manifold. But it, it's the person who has, it has to be fully filled. Uh, so it is in your dreams? or No, because he so can open be a hole into a space <laughs> where you're just, you, you can dump as much Egg? cum as you want. Well, no, it is Krakoa because it's all no. of the all of the flower passages. So anyone, even human beings, could probably just jizz all over that screen. And no, no. Like what, seep in. It's all about, it's, it's the, it has to be fillable. I mean, it has to be oh. fully filled. So who has the deepest fillable 
<laughs> There's a level that has to get Jamie Braddock's stuff. For not being specific being about very pedantic. For not being specific about whether or not they could use their powers. You're being very specific. <laughs> I, about I said the three powers they can't use. How much can oh, they have to hold? It, well, no, it's not a mutant. Who's got the cummiest, whoriest hole? <laughs> well, wait, is there magic? <laughs> Ileana. Oh, Ileana's good. Her anus? There's no, there's no like stretch because it's not. We can't. She's not, asexual. Can't she's not going to be doing that. She's not asexual. She wanted to make out with everybody. Yeah. Who's a stretchy? Who's a stretchy? Uh, is there one? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch. Oh, skin. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, you can pull that around. That's disgusting. Yeah, I right. yank it off. Two more. Skin. All right, what about, you know, the, the ping pong ball pop? Oh, my God, I hate in you. Thailand. Egg. 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 He has the, the pussy that can Yes, it's egg. Shoot. Or the butt. The bussy. The bussy. Yeah. All right. Or the stussy. <laughs> Who, who's going to win at Duck Duck Goose? Olympic Duck Duck Goose. Ooh. Duck Man. Beak. Beak. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. He's not going to get around the circle that fast. No, it's just he's got a beak. Like, I, I would definitely want to watch that one the most. Because <laughs> I know he would do Duck Duck Goose, trip immediately, shatter his ankle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> any, any other answers to that? Uh, duck, duck, goose. Nope, we got it right. I got nothing. I think I'd also like to see The it. Sentinel, because it would just crush everything. I'd like to see a I'd like to see Apocalypse forced to play such a stupid no. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, he's oh, oh, Iska, obviously. Because she never loses. Iska <laughs> yeah. is the answer for Al. Oh. I, I, uh, caveat, I murdered her already. <laughs> but how? Because she had to win at being murdered. Uh... Wow, that's gonna make me think. I, you know who would be the yeah, best? You know, I hate that. Honest Jillian, because she's. No, like, you're, not, you're, not, you're not. Get out! You're not actually a duck. No, you're not actually a duck. Oh my god! I'm the IOC, she, and I remember I don't know her, but I, I dated thinking her. Thinking you're saying AOC? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. My god! No, I'm not. I'm done. That's it. All right. The oh, torch was thrown. That somewhere. was a very. Uh, <laughs> Mark's got something Olympic. All right. Uh, loved it. <sighs> now we're moving on to. The- <laughs> <laughs> Last section of our podcast, it is a dramatic reading of one of the classic Homo Superior moments. Mm -hmm. It goes all the way back to regular episode number 11. Um, I don't think there's any other context I can provide. Uh, I can add a little bit if you don't mind. Of course. All right. So it's back when we first started and we would review each comic that was coming out every week. And at the end of every episode, we would do an MVP. Oftentimes it would be a character, it'd be a main character, then it became a background character, and then it became like onomatopoeia. A sound, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Brent had his MVP, so um, I'll turn it back over to you, Brent. Yeah, so. Brent, why don't you tell us yeah, who let's will be do, playing who? Yeah, so um, playing the role of Brent Ooh. is Ryan Crawl. Playing you. the role of Ryan Crawl is Adam Kasari. Thank you. <laughs> Play, uh, playing the role of Kalen is Kalen. <laughs> is that right? I don't think so. I think that's uh, Clark. Is Clark? No, oh, I'm going to be Clark then too. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm being Clark. And You're then being Kalen. Kalen is going to be Clark. We hope that's very transparent for you. <laughs> <laughs> but the most important thing you need to know is that Ryan is me and Adam is Ryan. There you go. Who's playing Adam? You, you. me, Brent. All right. <laughs> Wait, Adam's playing Clark. Brent's playing Clark. There's, there's, oh, yeah, okay. Shout out. I'll be Adam. All right, all right, all right. All right, scene, uh, interior. Uh, <laughs> we're at my table that I'm currently sitting at now. <laughs> full of sadness. Okay. Day. 
All right, so my favorite uh, MVP character when the Hulk like so so Sabretooth fucking throws the Hulk out with the uh, with the bomb. Don't don't know why it's activated. It blows up in midair. The Hulk crashes into the groove. <laughs> And then there's uh, three farmers who sees the Hulk crushing down. Uh, one of them just does a uh, question mark. And, <laughs> but the other complete one with the scythe, who has a scythe in 2017, he does nothing. He doesn't respond. He does nothing. I like the characters that don't respond. I'm I'm giving the MVP to him. That's not a farmer. It's a cow. That's not a cow. No, that's a cow, you idiot. Ah! They're all cows. Ah! Ah, they're all cows, you dumb idiot! That's his tail, you dumb shit! Never letting it go. <laughs> in. In. See. Um, the thing I like most about that is that we will never get to the technological capability of playing it post the clip. through actual audio fed through. The last time it was played, it was via Clark's phone held up to a microphone. We're getting there. No, we are not. We're really not. We're regressing, if anything. Yeah. Next, you'll see it as a series of smoke signals. <laughs> well, hopefully, you can put a PDF to it and then print it yeah. out and read it at home. There you go. It's good All right. Well, that's been our episode. 200! Thank Woo! you guys for supporting Thank us. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Uh, if you have any suggestions, by the way, on what we can call y'all as a group, uh, please uh, tweet ideas because... The best we have so far of Children of the Atom, Will Homos, and Shit Dick. <laughs> uh, we've been Homo Superior, the home of Honest Jillians. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.